0: Hello, this is Christ Only Ministries, speaking uh, the Word of Christ uh, to the world and uh, worldwide and beyond. My name is Eric Vellum, and this is podcast number two. Um, In my earlier podcast, I discussed uh, what direction that I wanted this ministry to go, what things I was going to do. to uh, concentrate on and and, uh, and how and so uh, and in that I mentioned how some of my uh, podcasts would be uh, half hour like sermon type and others would be just uh, off the cuff thoughts I've had and uh, ideas and which would be considerably shorter um, ten minutes or so and this is one of those. It's going to be a short, uh, podcast on a couple of ideas that I've had that, uh, that I've been throw, you know, working around in my head and, uh, and they're not th- completely thought out, but they're things to think about and, uh, and to contemplate and to, uh, and to, uh, inspire some thought in all of us. And, um, so, uh, first thought, number one, um seems to be a principle of this age that, uh, life depends upon death and death depends upon life. It just seems to be an overriding principle of this age. Uh, they're so intertwined and and I know it sometimes sounds hokey, but but it's true. Uh, um, life and death in, in this age are just inextricably linked. And, uh, you know i was just thinking how uh in this age the um the life of of any living being be it an, an animal or a um a human being depends upon is often uh depends upon the sacrifice and the death of another being um in the animal kingdom, you have this played out all the time. Uh, this 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 need for constant sacrifice of 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 one being for the life of another. You see you see it in the predator prey uh, uh, drama all the time. Uh, the the hawk comes down and and snatches the rabbit, and it 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 appears you know sudden, abrupt, and cruel. But it's life and the life's and the lives of its uh, offspring. Uh, depends upon that that uh, that death of that rabbit to sustain uh, their lives, and so it it every life in this in this age seems to depend upon the death of another, and uh, it's it's kind of a sad situation. Why it like why it's like this? Why God instituted this type of uh, of uh, of um, mechanism? Uh, that's that uh, seems to be wrapped up in his mysteries but I'm sure that it uh, that in its way it's perfect and it's necessary and it's good and it's uh and in the end it'll all work out nevertheless it just seems to be that way the the life of i mean even if you want to take you know say oh well the uh, you know the 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 vegetarian uh person or the uh the um cattle grazing uh cow or the grass grazing cow doesn't pen depend, depend upon the death of anything but it does um you know if you want to get you know a little silly with it you know the, it depends upon the death of that particular plant so so the life of any being is wrapped up un, you know inextricably with the death of another and i was just it was just um it was funny how so i call this the the sacrificial age Something always has to be sacrificed, and it seems like from time immemorial, people have understood this need for sacrifice, this need to institute death to sustain life, and and you see it in the ancient, uh, you know sacrificial rites of 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 the Jews and 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 the deaths and the uh and the slaughter of of the animals to atone for for sin and you see it in all cultures played out in one way or another blood and death is always instituted to to sustain the life of that tribe that culture or that particular um way of life or civilization and uh so I was just, you know, thinking about that and it all kind of led me to like, okay, so we have this age, this sacrificial age. Um and it always depends upon death. And then and then you insert Christ into the uh into the equation. And and here he comes and and right? So he also is a part of this order as as a as a human on this on on earth and And he comes in to abolish that age, does he not? He comes in to to usher in a new age where his sacrifice becomes the all-encompassing final sacrifice um, that atones for everything so that life becomes swallowed up no, excuse me, so that death becomes swallowed up by life, so that, so that now life will no longer depend upon death to sustain it. Life will be just life. There will be nothing but life. And, and uh, you know, I thought that was an, an interesting way of, of looking at it. You know, I call this the sacrificial age and the age of christ the, the age to come it's here but not yet it's started and and it's being ushered in slowly but surely time is doesn't go round and round and round in certain theologies and in certain um um ways of thinking but time is linear it's it's teleological it has a purpose it has as has a goal and that goal is that death will be swallowed up by life and in, in this new age I'll I'll call the the age of the eternal uh, uh for the lack of something better maybe I'll come up with something better at some time but um I hope you can you know I hope you're following this it's 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 not you know a thoroughly thought out subject but in this age you know you 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 watch the the animal kingdom and 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 I remember seeing a uh a show on uh on lions and uh you know, I don't know if there's a a more ferocious and, and, and perfect killer than than a hungry lion. But um and you know, they were on the hunt and they were after they they had in their sights some warthogs. Now I'm thinking warthogs, they're a particularly uh they strike me as being particularly um uh sturdy little animals, you know, they're 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 uh, fairly hideous looking. They got uh, significant tusks, and they seemed like they could take care of themselves. But when this uh, couple of lions went after the warthogs, they made mincemeat of the poor things. I mean, they were they were dismembered in a matter of seconds. It was just there was just no competition at all. And I'll tell you, it was disturbing. And and, and it's it stuck. In, and it's always stuck in my head. It's like wow. What 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 was that? You know, it's, a, it's a, it was like it was it was shocking to tell you the truth, and and it was disturbing, and and it was like oh, you know, it's like how can things be so cruel here? But yet, yet on, on the other perspective, in this age, it's necessary, and it's almost like these animals—they don't do it willingly, but their life is their life becomes redeemed by the sacrifice that they unwillingly did i mean they gave up their lives for 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 this for the sake of 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 another you know i don't think it doesn't come anywhere near the uh the willing sacrifice of christ but it's like a foreshadow it's like a type and in the same way with uh with animals and and uh and the animals that we breed you know to uh to be eaten you know, it's it's sad and and, and and i wish it didn't have to be and uh but it's not practical to think that you know the entire world would be uh could could be vegetarian and there will always be animal sacrifice to uh you know animal death to sustain life and so in some way the animals whose lives have been have been um sacrificed for the s- sake of of human consumption they they've given their lives up for Something higher, and so, in that sense, maybe you know there 's a bit of redemption in in this whole process of this animal unwillingly and terrified as it is, and you know it, it makes you feel badly for the whole situation, but I take some comfort in the fact that that maybe you know that 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 life has been redeemed in some sense and and in its life has been used for something higher and better, and uh, you know we see that in christ you know the the uh, Pharisee says uh, that you know it would be it would be good if one man would give up his life for the for the life of the nation and and right there that is that's that sacrifice and Christ does he gives up his his life he gives up only to take it up again but his life he gives up in in a in a in a flurry of torture and, and agony taking our sins upon himself so that there might be life in us so there might be eternal life in us. One man giving up himself to the agonies of death so that we might live. And the beauty of it is is that death had no uh, hold on him. It could not hold him. But it, But his death accomplished what needed to be accomplished. He overcame death, and death has been swallowed up by life. So that was the first thing is the first point I want I wanted to make. And uh it kind of uh you know it comforts me in in when I see the uh you know the cruelty of the uh prey and the and the and the hunter and um and that whole drama of uh, of it being uh, hunted and uh for this age, it's necessary, and for this age, is it's just a uh, it's just a type of uh, it's a foreshadowing of the ultimate sacrifice in Jesus Christ, who gave his life up willingly, so that the children of God may live, and they may live eternally. Where there will be no death, where there will be no tears. It is that. It is that age that that the history is is just being pushed and pulled towards by God, and uh, and like I said before, it, it's not a circular thing. Like on and on and on and on and on, we're going to go with death and life and death and life and death and life. No, it's not circular. It's linear. It's going to end in the glorious appearance of Christ and in the glorious appearance of the new age where all will be set right eternal life will be eternal and it will be beautiful and there will be no more death and there will be no more sacrifice the sacrificial age will be over death will no longer be required to sustain life but life will swallow up death and that's all there will be is life so that was thought one thought two is uh, just I'll make this a little quicker um as Christians as people it seems like we're always talking about power, 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 personal power you know, country power corporate power, this power, that power and uh, you know we're, we're always taught to be the best we can be, to be the most powerful we can be to be, to be you know, influential dynamic and, and out there and doing things and uh, you know changing the world and uh, yeah right so we're all changing the world and um so on that uh subject you know I, I I came up with this this thing that uh is that worldly men worldly men who um don't have the spirit of Christ who don't uh, who don't understand the spirit of Christ who don't who don't understand anything but the, you know the worldly uh um goods and pleasures and rewards these men and women they seek power for 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 uh for this reason. They seek power to control others. They seek power to control others to conform to uh their agenda. They seek power to move people here to move people there to uh to uh um, lead people over here to lead people over there for the purpose of their own agenda. And so they're always their power is extended outwards. It's extended towards others. How will we manipulate? How will we control? How will we advertise these people into following us? You know, how are we going to manipulate and, and use our power to manipulate others into, into our agenda, whether it's to become rich or whether it's to become a leader of, of a country and institute whatever uh, programs or whatever uh, or agenda you want or whatever you want to uh, extend your power to accomplish. It, the power of the worldly person is extended outward unto others. But where the Christian man, those who are led by the Spirit, they don't seek so much to control others. but the christian man really seeks power to control himself because we know as christians that our greatest enemy is within us and so we seek that power through the spirit of christ principally to learn how to control our own passions our own desires our own um our own sinful ways so that we can we can we can conform ourselves, conforming ourselves into the image of Christ, who is perfect in every way. So we're not seeking power to to move this person here, or to move that person there. We might want to try to influence people to uh, to accept the word of Christ or to do this or to do that. But principally, we want the the spirit of God in us to control ourselves, to control our own. Um, like I said, our own sinful nature—that we that that we wouldn't sink, that we would have control over our spirit, and we wouldn't sink and 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 succumb to the desires of our sinful nature, to the to the desires of of illicit pleasures, to desires of of. Um, of of worldly uh of worldly things and 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 objects and shiny things and things that that glitter and 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 because we know that 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 those things are 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 temporary and 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 they won't stand the test of time so we seek to control ourselves looking for that power of the spirit to uh not to control others but to have a reign in on ourselves to know to be able to distinguish good from evil and to and to stay on that path that straight and narrow path that leads to the throne of god and it leads to a great reward we seek to control ourselves and then we know that and and we know if, if we're honest word with ourselves that we're pretty uh you know we're pretty out there sometimes and uh we do need control and and it's hard to control ourselves it's hard to 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 take the and and see these rewards and these these illicit things and say no and say no and say no again and again no 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 and saying no to the things that would war against our soul and say yes to the things of god it's difficult and we can't do it on our own you know i you know from personal experience I know that the temptations of life just, uh, just can be just and the temptations of pleasure can be overwhelming. And so we seek that power to control it to say no. You will not control me. It's like in the beginning with um with Cain. What does God say to him? Sin is knocking at your door. Sin is there and it's trying to take control of you, Cain. Don't let it happen. Don't let it. Say no to it. And ultimately, Cain does not. And he murders his brother. And it's the same with us. God is is imploring us through his spirit. It says, Sin is at your door. Don't let it in. Use the spirit of Christ to control you. And sometimes if we don't willingly do it, if we're really in tune with God, He's going to do it for us, and it's going to be a painful process. If you can't take control of that, of that particular sin in your life, and you're a child of God, and He will not let you fall, He is going to do what you consider to be a cruel thing. Because He's going to force you it, it seems to me he doesn't want it to come to that. He wants you to to willingly give it up. But if you don't, he's going to do it for you. And, I, and I've been in that position, and it's not fun. It's not fun. You think you know? You think you're on the cross, and 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 like Christ, you're saying, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" He hasn't forsaken you. He has disciplined and he has punished you so that in the end you might be able to take control of that of that illicit desire within you. So that's what the spiritual man seeks. He seeks that power to control himself, to control his own passions, so that he, he can he can be a glory and a pleasure to his God. Where the worldly man seeks to control others, his, his objective is always out there. How am I going to move this person from A to B and that person from B to A and, and how are we how am I going to accomplish this using those? But the spiritual man doesn't principally think like that. The spiritual one says, How am I going to take control over my passions and my desires and my sinful nature? And we do it through the Spirit of Christ. He is there as a comfort. The Spirit is there as a guide. He is there as strength. He is there to assist us. He is there to bring things of the Scripture to mind. He is there to... um, to lead us through this life and to give us the strength and the desire to overcome the things that must be overcome. So those are the couple of thoughts, uh, kind of meandering, but uh, there they are. And um, so this is uh, the, my second podcast. I think I kept it to 10 minutes or so. So, uh, Couple things to think about, you know. This uh, sacrificial age, where where life just seems to depend upon death, and uh, how it fi kind of gets folded up into the uh, sacrifice of Christ, and uh, so this sacrificial official age is uh, is still here, but it's not here. It, it, it's uh, the uh, new the the age of Christ has has uh, has has arrived, but. It hasn't arrived, but it's coming. And uh, God is just per- pushing the entire uh, slow-rolling machine of history towards a desire, his desired ends. And that is that the children of God may be revealed one day to the glory of him. And that death will be swallowed up by life. And the other point to... Uh, to uh, think about is uh, the uses and the purpose of power through the Holy Spirit and how worldly men seek to control others and a Christian man should principally seek to how to control himself and conform and use the spirit, the power of the spirit to conform himself into the image of his beloved Christ so there you go, couple thoughts, hope you enjoyed them, I hope it's something you can think about um, that was podcast number two I'm a bit unfamiliar with this whole process, uh, so it might sound a little raw, a little unprofessional for a few uh, for a few weeks or whatever. But uh, uh, the more I learn how to edit and cut out and uh, do this and do that, and uh, uh, why it'll be as professional as a Rush Limbaugh show. So there you go. Uh, I love you all in the uh, in the name of Christ, and uh, I hope this uh, you know gives you something to chew on and just. Um, and just uh, take wonder at uh, the, the, uh, the power and the uh, ministry and, and the person of Jesus Christ. Thank you, and uh, I'll be getting back to you soon. Bye-bye. stop. Where? Stop.